where you can do things. So you see, the Old Testament priest received the tithe of the 10%. And they spent everything among the Levites. That is the Old Testament. New Testament, they take the offering and the tithe. And they apply it to every good work and every good purpose. So, when the people say, tithing is an Old Testament thing, I agree with them. When they say it's Mosaic law, I agree with them also. But the fact that it is Old Testament and it is also found in the Mosaic law does not make it a bad thing. Because for example, thou shalt not kill is in the Mosaic law. So should we kill? Thou shalt not steal is in the Mosaic law. So should we steal? How many of you know we shouldn't steal? But when it comes to tithe, Mosaic law says withholding your tithe it's not just stealing, it is robbery. Will a man rob God? Now you are saying thou shalt not steal, but you are saying thou shalt rob God. If you steal it, the New Testament says, and let him that stole steal no more. You are robbing tithe and offering. And you don't think there's a problem with it. So if I were you, I told you, tithe is not a magical figure. It is a reasonable figure. If I am you, what I will say is, oh, well, wow. So the Old Testament, they received this tithe in the Mosaic law, and everything went to the priest. Today, in my case, they are using some to buy camera. They are using some to do Facebook live stream. And sometimes it's so strange that the people that are watching by Facebook, and they are getting the message free of charge, they are the ones who shout. Why are they receiving an offering? Why are they receiving double offering? Why are they receiving three offerings? If they were not receiving it, can you see something on Facebook? How many churches from Bogatanga do you see on Facebook? You, you are trying, Pao. You people, you are trying. You are trying. You are trying. I mean, it's, listen, the building you are sitting in and worshiping God, there are people in Bogatanga, if they appear in this building by mistake, they may faint. Because they don't even know that is how the inside looks like. I remember several years ago, some people were arguing about me. And they were members of parliament. And one of them was telling me that they were in the parliament house and they were arguing. And one parliamentarian said, that pastor in Bogatanga, he's a very dishonest guy. They said, why? They said, he goes abroad, shoots video of churches he preaches abroad. And comes to Ghana and show it as if it's his own building in Bogatanga. So another one told him that that building is in Bogatanga. He said impossible. But this building is not in America. It's here. Bogatanga right here. Right here. And listen. Even if you don't fear God. You should see something that is nice and acknowledge that this thing is nice now this thing is nice and and that you know what it takes a great price and sacrifice to do it so you you the new testament and today's application of the tithe is bigger and because it is bigger when i am of the opinion that you cannot just take 10 percent 
give it to God and say it's finished. No, so if I give the 10% throughout the month, once in a while, I may want to carry a bag of millet or a bag of corn. Come and leave it at the information desk and say, you, you know what? Let this reach the deacons of the church. They may give it to somebody. Once in a while, I want to carry some clothing. Come and leave it with the deacons and tell them, you know what? Let this thing reach the poor and the needy because somebody may need it in the church. Now, I want you to turn your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and the verse number 6 to 8. And I want to show you the kind of giving you should be given as a New Testament believer. As a New Testament believer. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. So Paul the Apostle is teaching on money, he's teaching on food, he's teaching on clothing, he's teaching on assistance that we can give to people that I need. He said, the one that sows sparingly, reaps sparingly, and the one that sows bountifully shall reap bountifully. There are many sermons I can preach from this verse, but let me hurry and get out of there. So give me verse 7. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Verse number 8, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Now go back to verse 7. Let me show you a mystery. Let me show you a mystery. I want you to turn to somebody and tell the person 10% may not be enough for you. Now, the Old Testament, Jacob, Abraham, Mosaic Law, Malachi package, he said, bring the tithes. As a New Testament personality, I believe that the 10% is a reasonable figure, not a magical figure. Because I am not under a law to put myself under bondage. But then I look at the 10% and I'm like, you know what? These are people who were in a less covenant and they were doing 10%. These are in a people that lived in the ancient world where there was no electricity bill, there was no water bill, there was nothing like air conditioning, there was nothing like LED screens. There was nothing like television ministry. Nothing like radio ministry. Peter and others were traveling to preach. But they never sat in an aeroplane to go and preach. And they didn't go beyond a certain number of miles. I am now sitting in a church where sometimes my pastor has to travel thousands of miles to preach. So I'm now telling myself, if that is the case. If God gives me the ability and I can bless my ministry with more than 10%. I want to do it. I want to do it. But let me show you how you give in the New Testament. Number one, in the New Testament, every man, not according to 10%, but every man according as he paid for self in his heart. So number one, in the New Testament, you give according to your heart. Your heart. And because he says, let him purpose. You know, you don't purpose to do cheap things. You don't resolve in your heart to do something that is easy to do. For example, I cannot purpose in my heart that every month I'll give one CD because I don't need to purpose in my heart to give one CD. It's very easy. 
So when he said, every man according as he purposed it in his heart, it means that you are going to sit down, you are going to think about it, you are going to analyze it, you are going to look at how bad you are or how good you are. And if you are a good man, you are a good woman, you are thinking about doing something that will really propel, project the ministry, and according to the goodness of your heart, you give. So if you are a good person, you will not struggle with 10%. You are a cheerful giver, you give it. And if God gives you more, then you want to even go beyond the 10%. So you know what? I used to receive a thousand Ghana cities all of a sudden by some means. God has started blessing me with 7,000 Ghana cities a month. So I tell myself that the 7,000 the tithe is 700 Ghana cities. But looking at how good God has been I don't even want to give a tithe of the 700. I just want to make it a thousand. Because you see God has been good to me and I'm responding to God. So the same heart with which God gave to me I want to give to God the same way and I want to give to the brethren and give to ministry the same way. So you understand what I'm saying? According to the way you purpose in your heart. What kind of heart do you have? Not an argumentative heart, a slanderous heart, a self-righteous heart, attacking everybody, fighting everybody. Your heart is so bitter and angry simply because people are receiving an offering and you are giving the offering and you are angry with everybody. And when you get to the front of the shoe church, you look at the pastor's shoe and you are angry with the offering you gave. Mm, this is my offering. They have used my issue. Oh, come on, clap for yourself. God loves a cheerful giver. So, according as he purposed in his heart. So, when I see you are even arguing about the 10%, it tells me what your heart is. But I'm telling you, if your heart is good, in the New Testament, he said, look at your heart. Every man, according as he purposed in his heart. Verse number 8 brings another two things. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. I like that. So you give according to your heart. And number two, you give according to the grace. According to grace. Somebody shout grace. grace. Oh, come on, shout the grace. grace. My goodness, Pastor Mike. I don't give offering because of what is written in the law. But I don't give offering according to what is written in the law. I give offering based on grace. I look at the grace. <laughs> this is the son of a former idol worshiper preaching the word of God. And I'm casting out a devil and the Holy Ghost tells me 10 seconds from now this demon will leave. And I watch it and exactly 10 seconds the thing is out. This is a former Adol worshiper. This is a man that used to lie in Savonzongo in people's houses. One day, one of my uncles who were staying with an auntie. My uncle came, me and my sister Georgina, carried our few luggage. I don't know whether they were in a bag or basket. Threw them outside. We came from school. No, our auntie said, Ya kunletu on pepala. That means you can't stay here again. We said, hey, ma, voila. He mentioned one of our uncle's names. He said, the man said he should drive us away from the house. And we said, ma, voila. Oh, yeah. Nabdam's children will not stay in his house. And when I look at the grace, 
that you, all of you here, have helped me for us to put up such a building and such an environment. Grace. 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 According to the grace. I don't give 10%. You know, I don't struggle with 10% because I have experienced grace. Grace. I don't But last year, what I went through, there was a time last year, pa, I didn't know I'd be standing in front of people like this. I thought anything could happen, including even dying. I didn't want to scare you. But today, here we are, lifting our hands to you. Giving you thanks for all you do. We pray, worship your hope in vain. You are here, running within. I pray here we are, here we are, here we are. Lifting our hands to you. Say yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we are. Giving you thanks for all you do. able to make all grace abound. So if all grace is abounding, how can I be arguing with God over 10%? Grace! I don't... Yesterday I was walking around Fountain Gate International School, the day before yesterday. And I said, hey! Me and my wife can have a vision and lead you to build a school like that. But I attended Abulba Middle. And up till today, when I'm walking around Abulba Middle School, I can see it. Adam. So when I look at the grace, ay, 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 ay. I can't I can't argue with God over 10%, 20%, 30%. Because God, even me, you own me. So what is my money? You own me. You own me. You own me. You own me. I'm yours. My wife is yours. Our children are yours. Everybody say grace. And God is able to make all grace. So I look at it and I say, if there is all grace, then it means if God wants me to give him 
10,000 Ghana cities a month, he will give me the grace to get 100,000 so that he can take his 10,000. So anything you purpose in your heart to give to God, may God give you the grace to get that thing. And when you give God what is his, there will be more than enough surplus for you. If you can clap, that is yours. Take it. So, you give according to your heart, whether it is good or bad, and you give according to the grace. May God give you grace that will make giving easy. So, number two is grace. That you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Everybody say to every good work. Now, so... Uh, your heart, the grace, and then every good work. So, you don't give tithe according to 10%. You give tithe or you give offering according to good work. He said in tithes and offerings. So, after taking the 10% out, you are adding offerings because offering is the thing that goes beyond the 10%. So, you have the tithe which is the 10%. Because anything more than 10% is not a tithe again. Because tithe is 10%. It simply means 10%. So you cannot give tithe which is more than 10%. But you can put something on top of the tithe. So you are now look at the, looking at every good work. And you are saying, you know what? I've given my 10%. But if my pastor can be in Bogatanga. And produce this level of world class ministry. I want to promote the ministry. Now you watch ministry. And the, the, uh, you watch ministry in Ghana. Don't go beyond Ghana. Just stay in Ghana. Watch ministry. You know me. You know my friends. You know the people I work with in ministry. Apart from your pastor and you who live in Bogatanga, how many other pastors do you see from the country at that level outside of Accra? Almost all my friends, 99% are in Accra. And that's because if you don't live in Accra with the kind of money that can go into church in Accra, if you live outside Accra, it may not be possible for your head to be, be, be above waters. But here we are in a desert, in a wilderness, at the back of nowhere, the place they call the poorest region in Ghana. And still, God did not leave us out. God visited us. So you are sitting in a church and you are saying for the sake of this good work for the sake of this anointing for the sake of this word that is in this house I will go beyond my tithe I pray that some good person here with a good heart somebody here with grace somebody here who loves the good work may the Lord give you all grace to go beyond where you are now come and clap your hands and shout and praise God If you want, go to the national capital of Ghana. And when you see programs are being advertised, when you see billboards, look for the number of faces that appear on those billboards and they don't live in Accra. Almost every one of them lives in Accra or outside Ghana. But you see a lone face from Bogatanga. 
and you see it on more banners than you can possibly imagine. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a miracle. So for me, God, you want my shoe, take it. You want my trousers, take it. You want my shirt, take it. Anything you want from me, huh? I don't argue with him. And you being part of that ministry. You see, many of you don't understand that I am who I am because of you. It is what you do. It is you in this church. It is you and your need. It is you and your anointing. It is you on your and your grace. Ushers, I cannot be me without you. Choir, I cannot be me without you. Church, I cannot be me without you. So when you see my face, you have seen your face. When I sit on television, you are on television. When you hear me preach, you are the one preaching. Because without your shout, without your clapping, without your scream, I cannot preach. How? How can a church be in Bogatanga with this amount of joy and power and anointing Sunday after Sunday and we come into this building glorifying God the way you are. When I look at you, I see the glory of God. When I look at you, I see what God can do. When I look at you, I hear the shout of a prince and the shout of a princess. When I look at you, I see the manifestation of the glory of God. And we live in Bogatanga. So he said, will a man rob God? Yet, you have robbed me, even this whole nation. And you say, wherein have we robbed you? God said, in tithes and in offering. In other words, some of you are giving the tithe. But by now, you should have grown beyond the tithe. And you should have gone into offerings in tithes. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Everybody say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Now, did God give a tithe of his sons? God had only one son and he gave him. You are sitting there arguing about tithe. He said, freely you have received, freely give. So, God gave us his son, only son, freely. And said, you do, I give you my son freely. You also freely give. And even the 10% is a struggle for you. If God was giving us 10% of his son, only the glory of Jesus will come into the world. Jesus, the whole body will not come. God will just cut the glory. Glory, the tie. Can you imagine you were here in this world and then Jesus' tie comes into the world and is jumping. Says, I am the tie and the leg of Jesus. 10% of Jesus, I have come into the world to save. No, the Bible said a whole body he gave as a sacrifice and an offering. And he said, a body is prepared. Come on, clap your hands and pray. God, God, God did not have 10 sons and then gave us one. No, he had one son. Give us his son. First Corinthians 16, 1 and 2. First Corinthians 16, 1 and 2. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do you. Verse number 2. Upon the first
of the week. Let every one of you lay by him in store as God has prospered him. Everybody say, as God has prospered him. Come on, shout it, as God has prospered him. Scream it again, as God has prospered him. Now so, now watch this. Watch, watch, watch brothers would here. Watch me here. So it's not a matter of 10%. It's not a matter of 10%. 10% is for children. People that are trying to find God. I'll give you an example. Today when we were coming to the church, I saw an old lady walking by the road. And I said, by now, this woman is coming from church. She was walking like this. Holding a rubber bag. By next week, which is the Thursday, this woman, maybe all she had in the month will be 30 Ghana cities. And she will bring three and say this is her tithe. The woman who was walking, the energy to walk is very slow. She will come with an amount of money, 10% out of her 30 Ghana and say tithe. Now, I came to church today driving a car, wearing a suit. And even when it comes to walking, at a faster pace than this woman. If this woman will come with 10% of what God has given her, looking at how much God has prospered me, according to how he has prospered me, if the poor person can think about 10%, I should be thinking beyond that level. The unemployed person is thinking 10%. Unaccommodated person thinking 10%. The one that has no clothing is thinking 10%. The one who has no house is thinking 10%. You, you live in your own house. You are also thinking 10%. No, you are refusing to grow. I believe when we come and stand before God with our tithes and offering, the people that have learned houses, car, companies, businesses, their tithe must be different. Their offerings must be different from the one who has nothing.